0: Hey. Oh, now there's there an angle. Go, look at that. That's there an angle. You don't, don't get to see TV. every day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> look at that. Here we are. Hey, how are we doing? guys? You got Anthony getting an appearance today. How's everybody doing today? Great hey, about you. Shell shock. Are you shell shocked right now? Oh, no. <laughs> I, mean, I, I was
2: I want to shout out to them. I want to um, shout out to Ian. My man, he gave me this hoodie.
1: What is that? Like I was, Kenny Anderson Basketball. Uh, yeah, he uh,
2: he really does the Kenny Anderson Basketball Showcase. Um, we was in, I believe, Cuyahoga Community uh, Jail. I think oh. it's the county jail. Okay. Oh, you were there today? That's where you guys met? Last night. Oh. Last night ah. from um, about 5 yeah. to 9. You were speaking to some
1: of the, the kids in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. How'd
2: we that go? Sp- oh, it was great, man. We spoke to the, spoke to the kids. Um, they're not really, I, I guess, kids. I guess 14 to 22. Yeah, they housed in different places, yeah, yeah. but man, it was it was just it was crazy. I was there four hours, and and I was there as you could tell. I was running in my mouth and talking so much. <laughs> but some of these kids, man, like good kids. You just you learn how many situations people be in, and and they find themselves you know doing tough time. I mean, where it's, you at,
3: Highland Hills? Over uh, Green Road. Yes, yeah.
2: Over uh, Quincy. Are you on Quincy? Quincy Road. Yeah. Okay. And so I was there for four hours.
0: What are you saying to them the whole time? Like, what are they asking questions? Or are you just talking?
2: Man, we—I'm just talking to them. So you know, I was just telling them yeah. and, and just pulling up on them, seeing their yeah. circumstances. Everybody in there is is either convicted or charged with something bad, bad yeah. like yeah. manslaughter, yeah, yeah, yeah. murder, yeah, yeah. things like that. And, and some of these kids—they um,
3: are young too.
2: They so young. A dude young. I talked to a guy. And as we was just giving them advice about how to succeed, um, just business um, plans when they get out. Cause when you get out, it's just like, okay, you're a convicted felon. You, uh, what do you do now? How you? What do you do now? Mm-hmm. And so we was just talking to some of the kids, and the guy came up to me I was like, "Yo," um, he was like, "Man, I really want to thank you. You gave me a lot of advice and just just some you know real solid stuff I could use." And it was like, "Yeah, I'm going. I'm transferring to prison." So he going, he moving, he already had did five.
3: Right.
2: He about to go, he got to do another yeah, ten. He mm. out, right. And I'm like, well, Oof. just the fact that you got to do ten, and I'm looking at him, and you could tell the young dude is like kind of scared, because now he going where the big boys is at. Yeah. He going where, where, you know, and so I'm just telling him, look man, you got to go in with a plan. Get your degree, get your education, and I said, you can't think of it like a ten year bid, you got to think of it like you going in there to get something out of it. Like, don't let the time just go by. Because if you let the time go by, you're going to evolve with people you shouldn't. No gang activities. Go in there. Stay to yourself. Find you a program where you could be in the kitchen, where you're doing some different things, maybe the woodshop. Mm-hmm. And just continue to build because they'll look at that. And say okay um you got some good behavior got some skills we can we now can too. take that and, and you may be able to get parole earlier but man a lot of those kids is doing a tough time but um you'd be surprised some of the, some of their stories is like wow
1: how'd you how you end up here yeah how'd yeah. you end up here man it's yeah. so crazy we weren't planning on talking about that but that's a great job out of you by doing that and it probably meant a lot and you probably made a difference I, not for every kid in there, sure, but but there's probably at least a couple of Man, kids. Man, imagine having his positive ass come in and tell yeah, you, I you mean, can, like, you'll be y- fine. You're a every great you example. Can... Yeah, <laughs> right? Like, And I, I mean, I believe without, you know, I don't know, without getting too far into it, I, I believe, I don't believe, I mean, yeah, I think there's probably a small percentage of people that like have mental <coughs> uh, issues that are going to put them down a bad road, but I personally believe that the majority of kids, especially, that get in trouble, it has a lot more to do just with their circumstances in life and the, and it's not an excuse it's not an excuse right. but if, if you grow up in poverty if you grow up around gangs if you grow up it's harder to get away from that and make of good course. choices than if you grow up in a silver spoon yeah i, yeah, I mean so one you know. the one
2: guy it, it, it crushed me he said he was there because his his boyfriend or his mom's boyfriend was beating the crap out of her for years and unfortunately, he killed him. And, and he went to
1: jail for protecting his mom? He,
0: he got he got like 15 years. For protecting his mom? Yeah, 15. That sounds wrong. This, I know this is probably tactless, but on the way out of each of those meetings, did you tell them to watch the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show? Actually, that's the first The that's first thing captive they, audience. That's, that's all I'm they, saying. They're the not The first thing here. they said was <laughs> like, hey, we will we'll find you. I
2: will give them credit because... They want to, I'll say, yo, I'll come back. I, said, I don't just want to show up one time. Like, there's a lot of things that I could give y'all, like, you know, because I, I didn't start anywhere from, like, being big. Right, right, right. I just was, like, on the Internet doing stuff, and I, I, I evolved into some of these things, and it kind of uh, blossomed. But the great thing about them is they do have a music program. I heard a guy rapping, and he had a whole, like, demo. Mm-hmm. It's like he's fire. Like, he's like he's legit. He's got stories. The CSS so, like,
4: intro song next year. He's yeah,
2: legit, man. Um, and then uh, the guy, they got a lot of different programs. Ian is a, a coordinator, and he's going to have Smush Parker come in. Okay. He uh, was Kenny
1: Anderson.
2: Kenny, Kenny Anderson. Was he there? Uh, he wasn't there, but Kenny Anderson okay. comes in and talks
1: to the kids every year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like his program. Yeah. He and, went to my rival high school, Kenny, I think. Or I'm, if I'm like, or are like you guys cool now, though? And no, he, not at the same time as he, me. He, no, they
2: knew somebody, uh, Hobbs, Dennis Hobbs. Dennis Hobbs, they're all together. Kenny Anderson and Dennis
1: Hobbs. Yep. Yep. Really good friends They yep. mentioned
2: that. So yeah, look, it was, it was. It ain't the first time I'm gonna do it. Um, I just be passionate about it. So good
1: for you, man. Kenny Anderson yeah. did not go to my rival high school. Oh, I was update. Kenny else. Anderson that's, did not sorry. go to Bulls rival high school. I knew he was from New time. York. I just, I, Gee, I, I, knew, I thought good. he went to Lincoln High. But stay, stay uh, stay that's a great job. in the
3: Community, G. Keep doing that, right? Because we do this thing every day and. There's another set of folk out here that always can need some guidance. They don't they don't get the breaks that some of us get out here, right? Yeah. And they just need a break, right? Right. Just some, shot. Of them, some of them here have to clean up claim up their act a little bit. But yeah, listen, I believe every soul is worthy of, of, of redemption.
1: Yep. yep. I don't know if they'd want me, but I'd be happy to go with you if you want if you want they, me to They in
2: the end, they'd be happy to go yeah. because these people you'd be surprised. These kids, they, they they face lit up when you came in. Yeah. Because they don't got visitors, Mm-mm. family members, nothing. Yeah. So for you just sitting down there, and then most of the time I'm just talking to them, yeah. like regularly, like, yo, this is, you know, just about <laughs> different things. And they ask really great questions because a lot of them are in there thinking about, okay, the questions, how I'm going to make it? What, like, what, what what's my next steps? You know, because, you know, you get out and everybody talk about, will stay out of trouble. But let's you not be able to pay your bills. Right. You got a daughter or a son that need milk. You ain't got no credentials. You didn't graduate. What you think people gonna do? They are gonna be right back to what got them right,
3: there. To right back
1: them. on you. So right back on you. Right back. When, right back when, on when you. When people are in trouble, whether it's kids, adults, whatever. When you get in trouble, and you end up in jail. I mean, the world's a better place if we're if we're helping the people in prison to improve their lives. So when they get out, you know. hmm I mean, but. As long as we have for-profit prisons in America, which we do, it's it's going to always remain Well, what charitable things did you do last night? I anything? did nothing. <laughs> I did nothing charitable. I felt very little, very small You set today. up an
4: Xbox controller. Oh, I
1: did. I set up my son's uh, second Xbox controller. I oh. played Madden with him. That was yeah. um, <laughs> You spent some, some time with your That's son. That's important. Yeah. He'll be I,
2: a productive member of society.
1: I, I, know. Know. I went to
0: Gunselman's Tavern, and I had a really good hamburger. They have
1: great burgers. <laughs> yeah, they do. Underrated so, burger joint, Gunselman's Tavern. Uh, we had different evenings, but... Yeah. Um, you know, Good we all you. did. We all did stuff. Good for you. That's yeah. that's a great job, and uh, it's important to talk about these things in the holiday season. Obviously, this is our last show of 2022. Uh, it's been a treat for me and Man, to work gone. with all of you guys here, it's quick. and yeah. we've had a lot of fun over the last what eight months.
3: Yeah, it doesn't feel like eight months.
1: Right? It's I can't. I can't believe like this is on. Been here eight months. This is crazy. In some ways, it feels like longer, in some ways, it feels like it just started. Yeah, yeah. it does. It seems very quick. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So and, unlike this, in Terminal Brown season, which seems extremely long, it
5: just doesn't seem <laughs> ever. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Is, but now we up. can't.
1: Well, now I'm like, well, let's get the
0: next. It year, is funny. So.
4: Polk yeah. puts it in perspective like that. The yeah. Brown season's only been going on for half of UCSs. Yeah. I think back to May. That feels like yesterday. Yeah. Uh. September when the jet season started. Browns. Eternities ago. Seriously, the Jets, Eternities by the ago. way.
0: We experience time differently depending season. upon how you well, perceive the that Jets time lost, and, the ki- and the type of experience you're having during that time. Right. Yeah. Since the Browns is so painful, obviously it feels like we have to endure it more. Whereas right. our time that we've gotten to spend with each other over the last eight months has been That's so delightful that yes. it has flown by.
3: Have you, ever, have you ever noticed where it seems so clear what needs to be done? It's clear. I mean, uh, to me, I look. At it, it's clear to me. Clear as day. I might not know the the, the the every X Y and Z, but the parameters of it, I understand what it is. And sometimes I'm always wondered why people who are in the mix are in the mix with it every day. They can't see it. I mean, they're they're oblivious to what's going on here, right? And I I, I tune around. I listen to you know. I try to fill myself with with other viewpoints, right? And I'm here talking, I say like, we're so disappointed in Watson. Like, are you disappointed in Watson? What are you talking about? We're not even here yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just want progression here. I think we were, I think you said it the other day, Adam. Yeah. The thing that we were, we we, we we blinded ourselves by thinking that he was gonna come out the can. Yeah, we did.
1: Yeah, we and convinced it was, ourselves no big deal. That it, he was, that it,
3: time. It, it was it was it was unrealistic. Yes, yes, it was very much unrealistic.
0: And he's playing better, right? I he's playing mean, better. He
1: continues to improve. Right. But to think there would be no rust after twenty three months. Here's my
0: months question though: Shame on us for thinking that. How did we that. really miss it that bad? I mean, weren't there other we're, examples in history of quarterbacks no, that would have this much time off? I know that we're homers, Mike. I we're, I know, no, he no, no, he, Mike. We're that thirsty. It's
1: yeah. been a long time. You guys are pros. You know what? You should know better. I should. You should tell us. And I thought there'd be some rust, but I didn't think there'd be. Listen. I think he's making his good progress, but I think we all thought it would happen like like that. And part of it is it's not just him, right? Like you look at the the statistics for last week, considering the weather conditions, yeah. Yeah. He played a pretty good game, right? You know, if if Amari Cooper catches the ball in the end zone and they score a touchdown instead of a field goal. And then either DPJ or Njoku catch a touchdown that last drive. Well, all of a sudden he's got three touchdowns, and, st- and we're know. forgetting the and we're forgetting the misses, and we're forgetting the misses. And it's like, well, he threw for t- instead he's thrown for you know 195 on yep. just, and it would be less passes because they wouldn't have to throw as much on that last drive because they would have been it would have been a different score. Remember, he threw I think like four. Th- Everybody's talking about how much he threw last week. I think mean, he threw fourteen passes on that last drive, so he would only thrown the ball. He 17. threw
4: seventeen passes when they were down by a touchdown.
1: Right, and so I, they, I, they, I, In fact, they had run the ball. I think all on first down, they ran it on first down almost every time until the final two minutes of the game, except for one or and two. And
0: I know, I'm, I know, we just let this is the excuse parade right now. Nah. Yeah, we're letting them all out. Sure. But let's we can't right. we can't just ignore the fact that that one of those games was played on what was essentially the ice planet Hoth. Star, Star Wars reference right? You're yes, but again, he, I mean that he was a actually t- those were horrible considering
1: conditions. the weather conditions The lack of throws he made till the two-minute warning and the drops, right the more I think about it Watson played a pretty good the game. The whole point is we can't look at this body of work no. Anyone trying to
0: look at this small body no. of work and well, pretend like it's representative or uh, no. Uh, no, this is a,
3: this small body of work. We won't see. We won't see the real deal till next yes. to next year I mean, there's a there's a lot of work that needs to go on between now and and training camp next year because he got he's got a lot of work to do to get back. You just don't come back off the rip where you work. So, got you got you to work your way back. But I want to I, I want to say this ahead. though. Yeah. And I was having this kind of I was doing the Cavs game last night and, uh, with Mike Steiner. I said, you know what it, it, what dawned on me G was this. And I'm listening, you know, we make every excuse in town as at some point people have to be held accountable for the stuff right. I I'm a guy who've been around. I've been around. There's some coaches out here that can't coach talent. They do worse with better talent. They do nice. best with mediocre talent because they elicit better pro- production on it. Yeah. Guys who have better talent, coaches that have better talent, some of them don't know what to do with it. Now I play for a guy at Ohio State, Elder Miller, and that's who got Clark Kellogg to leave St. Joe to go down to Ohio State, and then Clark had a horrendous what he felt like was horrendous time because they didn't play to his strips, right? And I, I'm reminded I'm looking at Stefanski and I'm saying to myself, you may be better because the years he's had success. They've been with lesser people. Mm-hmm. You don't see no superstar. Every time you had a super somebody that was supposed to be a superstar. You got nothing. OB uh, Odell Beckham Mayfield looked like he regressed. Now it looks like he's a little resurgent. It's only been a couple games. Now I'm wondering myself when I watch Watson. I'm like, is it him?
2: That's the fear, or is it you? That's 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 the fear. The fear of it all is sometimes when you got coaches. Sometimes when you can put a player and you simplify things and you get it, and you're like, okay, cool. You're gonna run this, and you're only gonna do this. It makes other those those lesser players look good because they're within restraints but there is no room for improvement they hit a plateau that's what they're gonna be when you have a superstar what super stars make you do they make you get outside of your comfort mm-hmm. zone they because their skill set is something that's special that you can't just cookie cut you can't
3: madden it you can't you you know, have it's to not
2: go mad it. you got to feel the best way to go about it's like I would i would say it's, it's like high school coaches right it, all around this country, high school basketball coaches are the worst coaches in, in the game. You know why? <laughs> they'll get somebody over six foot five, and they'll be like, "You're a post player." Every player over six foot five is not a post player. If you, had, if LeBron James was not able to have the ball, or Kevin Durant was not ever having the ball, they would say, "You're too passive. I don't want my big guy shooting threes. Get down low and post up." Well, well th- no, that he has transcendent talent that man is is better than everybody. Don't put little Billy out there. Who's 510 because he's 510. He's a guard. No, LeBron is everything on the court and, and there's a lot of people that don't understand yeah. that because they're,
1: they're their knowledge pre, and concept pre, of the game is is already. Uh, I, 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 I would argue guys that um, first of all, Oh, I, I don't know how help o- Odell Beckham is is rarely healthy since his early years with the Giants mm-hmm. and that factored into his time here now his his best stretch was certainly the playoffs with the Rams last year was his best stretch because when he first went to the Rams he wasn't putting up big numbers he did have some touchdowns on a significantly better offense an offense that won the Super Bowl with a quarterback that was playing at a Hall of Fame level playing next to a wide receiver that was playing at a Hall of Fame level. Mm-hmm. And with the Browns, he didn't have that. Now, uh, I, I think Odell Beckham's failures ultimately in Cleveland. Yeah, I could put some blame on Kevin Stefanski. I think I could also put some blame on Baker Mayfield. I think I could also put some blame on Odell Beckham. Mm. I don't think Odell Beckham gets a pass completely first no. time in Cleveland. His catch, he dropped a lot of balls here. Much, He was much worse at dropping balls here than he was with the Giants or the Rams. So, so, so I was, I've always fought against this.
2: Statistically, yeah. Odell Beckham Jr. had two drops while he was here. That's just what the stats say. If I'm I, gonna believe in stats, I, I don't know if I'm gonna believe in analytics and stats. I gotta believe what the stats tell me the stats say he dropped two balls. Second of all, I had a problem with everybody else having yeah. a problem with showing the fact that he was open. So like why would you be mad? Why you people are like he should have never said he was open. Well, No, that showing you are open is showing I'm doing my job. Yeah. yeah. It's either the coach or the quarterback. Well, they and I, 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 I don't want to say house. this here. They
3: to hand the hand the, the point house. I made was this.
2: Yeah. It's not this
3: don't take away from Stephanie being a nice person. He's probably a nice guy. There are some coaches out here that cannot survive, I, cannot coach well with I, talent. I, I, they just don't,
1: I just don't think I, we know that. Yeah, uh, I know I, it very well. I, I, he I, hasn't I, had yeah. enough talent. They've Adam, had Nick Chubb. He's coached Nick Chubb. I, 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 Nick I, I, Chubb has played Adam, great. That's
3: one person I've been around. Well, I've been, around, this, other I, stars, I've been, I've been around. I've been who's around. I've been around. i I've I'm just saying here. Listen to yeah. what I'm saying to yeah. you. There are coaches, right? That cannot. I agree with you. Talent, but they have one is close. There's
1: the I don't think the you proof can just...
3: the proof is in the pudding here. This, win this is win and loss here. here.
1: He, he's got a winning record with nothing but bad quarters. I don't consider here that's the difference between you, you and I. I don't loss. consider
3: 24 and 22 a winning record. It's nothing.
1: Well, but uh, that's nothing How many coaches do you think would have a much better record over the last 3 years with the Browns? Oh, a ton. A ton. Come on, t- a
4: ton. A ton. A a ton. I give, give you 10. I present you... just a number to the equation real quick yeah. and I had no idea. I just looked this up. I'm actually shocked at this. How many games last season do you think Odell Beckham Jr. had at least 75 receiving yards? In the regular season? Regular season and postseason. How many and games did he, he play? I would say three. How many, he on, played, how many he games? He played for the Browns real quick. He played one, two, three. He played six games with the Browns, and he played one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 12 games with the Rams. He, he didn't put a big yardage with the No, I'd say three. G?
1: Five. I'm going to go two.
4: G, you're right. Five. Three of those came with the Rams. Two of those came with the Browns. Yeah, he
1: didn't put up. A, he was scoring more touchdowns with the Rams. He did score more. I'm, that's I'm because just he was on a much better offense. Yeah. No, no, am right. no, so he, he wasn't playing Play like the a. Cup. He was better on the Rams, definitely. Yes. But he wasn't so, playing like a so, star on so the So humor me. Yeah.
3: What if I'm right? What if what if Stefanski cannot elicit? Here's the problem: when you have better players, you have to coach less. It's different how you coach. And now I'm giving you counsel. Because I have to rely on the fact that you've got talent and you're going to be able to make some plays. And it's uncomfortable for people yeah. because I'm but not... This a, is not I'm, basketball, Brandon. Uh, it's no, it's, different. The, it's, the, it's Adam, not the same. Adam, the same. Plays. The coaching, no, no, no. coaching it
0: is, it is, is coaching. It's not the same. It is it the same. Let me show same. you
2: this. If you got an elite quarterback,
1: it's the same. Yeah. Peyton Manning, he called whatever you want to call. Run pass, whatever it is. He has the ability. To, a play will be called, and then Peyton can change it if he wants. So, so, which I'm sure Watson will have well, the same well, thing. Well, here, here's another thing too. Yeah. You also
2: have when you a quarterback who's seeing the field the different way. He can come in and say, "Hey, well, we what our plan, our scripted plays, they're not going to work today. We what to you're to, saying that is if he, if if Deshaun Watson's not allowed to do that, I don't think that will be the case. Well, well here's what we're saying. Yeah. His 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 autonomy and what he's able to do. Is way different from what a, a, a Jacoby Brissett would be. Jacoby Brissett, when he gets to the line of scrimmage, it's run that play. Right. Yeah. Baker
1: Mayfield run that play. Run that. Don't right. you be audible. But, but you're saying as, as if Stefanski hasn't let Watson do that. A, we don't know. And B, it's it's only been four games. Is your concern more
0: one of attitude that he isn't someone who inspires his? Players. Oh, is I that think, the concern? I, I, oh, I think that's is, obvious. But I'm saying, is that the main concern, well, I, or is I, I, it his inability, I, or is it his inability to inspire? Mike, I think
3: it's an ability to elicit top performance out of people is obvious. So that's spot. If you've been in sports, you know it. I mean, it's it's real clear. Either you have it or you don't have it. Right? You don't. But you
1: said Bray. You said he can't coach superstars. He hasn't had many superstars.
3: I'm, Who tell, he I'm had? telling you what I see from But a, from well, I'm trying. I'm trying to understand
1: on. it. Well, I'm trying to give it to you. And I'm saying I, we've I, had improvements I'm on the offense. Yeah.
3: My eyesight tells me yeah. that he does not. He works better with lesser talent. That's but a, who's that's the my
1: great talent that has failed under him.
3: So, I'm so, to so
2: let me that. so let me give you this. Yeah. Um, if you go back and look at the statistics, yeah. Jarvis Landry was better under Freddie Kitchens. Odell Beckham Jr. was better under Freddie Kitchens. Nick Chubb. Two years in a row, we oh, yeah. we talked about Dick Chubb not getting the ball. Well, here, half the but season. Odell didn't G, play G, a full G, season. G,
3: G, let me tell you this: and Jarvis Landry so slowly, slowly been been getting older. Here. I want you to throw this in here. Yeah, they just wasted Kareem Hunt. Kareem they Hunt wasted was him. A no, they show. wasted they him. They
1: just. I don't understand Kareem. The- <laughs> Kareem Hunt's a number two running back. What do you want to do? Kareem, do want to they him? wasted the talent of Kareem. They didn't, Hunt
3: even,
2: they didn't even try to use him.
3: But like you even agreed
1: with me that he, he has clearly lost a step.
2: But it seemed the, pretty obvious. It, this year. But here's the thing yeah. that's, that's like being like, well, my car
1: didn't start, but you didn't have it in the garage for two summers. Right. <laughs> you got to <laughs> use it, bro. But they did use him. He played plenty the last couple of years. No, he how, how much do you, how many you no, had Nick Chubb? Not. How many carries so, did you expect again? So we we, we talked about we, Chubb we, and Hunt we, in the backfield multiple times. Chubb and Hunt we, had more carries we, than any backfield tandem in the league. I'm we, talking about this in, year. I'm talking about in conjunction the in the backfield the same
2: right. time. They you use it, it was popular. They get 7 yards, they
1: leave it alone. That is that's unequivocal. That's facts. Well, that's an argument whether you should lead, use them together or not is a fair argument, and I agree with you. I would like to see it, but in, to, in, in total, they did play a lot, and they combined for more carries than any running backs in the league. What, that's just that's a fact too. Here, here's here's what I'm looking at. What I'm looking at
2: when you look at Kevin Stefanski, yeah, a 500 record or being decent—that's not good enough. 25 and 23 is not a good record. That is not championship level. No, agreed. No. It's it, got to be better. And it? so, it, it's, it's, no, it's, much better. It's mediocre.
3: Agreed. Agreed,
2: guys. It's mediocre. Okay,
3: right.
1: but he's had mediocre talent at quarterback.
3: Yeah, let me tell you something. Would you, know, I'm what, I'm what I'm you call this I'm quarterback, I'm quarterback situation ideal I mean, that's not a great situation. This is what I hate about this town, right? Call a spade a spade, right? I played for a coach. Let me tell you what the Bulls did, Adam. Yeah. We went to the Eastern Conference Final, one game away from playing the Lakers in the championship. Two weeks later, they fired Doug Collins. You out of here. Mm -hmm. Why? Because they felt like he couldn't get us over there. And how many
1: years did he have Michael Jordan before that happened? How many years? Three years that I was there. Okay. Well, they don't have Michael Jordan. Now they they do. Hold on. Now they do.
3: No, no. You're missing my point again. My point is organizations have to have the pulse. Right. Right. The fingertip on the pulse. Right. And if it doesn't pop, don't cloud yourself to be like, well, I'm going D- nah, to this
1: is another well, D- year. You could have said the same thing about the Bengals after two years with Zach Taylor. Every Bengal fan wanted him fired. Now he's a genius. They go, why? Because he got Joe Burrow. He's not He's not a better coach. So, but he got Joe Burrow. Uh, let <laughs> so, me ask you so, a if So, if, if here, if the same, same
3: th- team that got to the Eastern Conference Finals, right? Yeah. Is the same team that ended up winning the championship. Right. It wasn't no more additions coming, right? It was the same players, right? Right. What Field did came in and said, listen, I'm gonna give you, Scotty, and you, Mike, and Horace, some more autonomy. I'm gonna sit here where Doug was trying to manage everybody's goal. This is what you I, do. I, you I better fit into this slot. You're,
1: you're assuming that Deshaun Watson's not gonna have any autonomy, and I'm assuming that's I, not the case. All I'm assuming is what I
3: see. But and what I, do you I, see? I don't see much.
1: So you want him <laughs> fired?
0: You want him fired? Oh, I want him
3: gone for sure. Okay, yeah. Yeah. that's I, like, I don't hear. I don't want him fired. Right. The 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 scenario that I see before my eyes, Mike. Tells me that there needs to be a change coming. Okay. Right?
1: I'm not a guy that just wants to celebrate. Right. But that's I mean, all the Browns have done is make right. changes. But well, sometimes, Adam, years. when you're yeah. the CEO at the top, you that's have right. to make a change. i just, I think in the end, for me, okay, and I've been the first one in this town for years screaming, fire this guy, fire that guy, always. I wanted Hugh out. I wanted shut out. I wanted Shermer out. I wanted them all mm-hmm. out. And with Stefanski do I think Stefansky's an elite coach? I don't. I don't but I don't think there's that many elite coaches. Yeah, and I think a lot of coaches get better as time goes on. Now, I think Kevin Stefanski is good enough and I think working with Watson and having Watson for a full year, he will be good enough and he will do a good job and he will turn it around next year. Obviously, I could be wrong. None of us know that for sure. If I thought there was a clear answer for a better head coach, I could I would definitely be open to it, but I don't think there is. I'm
3: not speaking totally with Watson. Yeah, there's the management or the organization. He has failed to manage Joe Woods and the defense. He's failed to be the CEO of this that's team. That's fair. He has. That's right? fair. It I, is time. I, here, let me tell you something. It is time that if you if you want to because you
1: have a small window here. Chub I window don't believe close, that. I think that's getting talked about a lot. I think. Chub window closes. I don't. Right? Ca- it doesn't matter. They let win. Tell, a, they're going to win a championship based on Deshaun Watson. That's no, the bottom me, line. Uh, no, 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 no. You can't. You can't. Mm-hmm. You can't. You, enough you talent can't. You can't pull do it down to that. Mm-hmm. You can't boil it down. No, to no. But here's my point, G. When you have a quarterback like Deshaun Watson, if your team is smart around him, now, it's fair to argue the Browns are not smart around him, I mean, in terms of management. But if you have a good team, if you have a good organization, and you have an elite quarterback, which I believe Deshaun Watson is and will be by next year, your window should never close as, he, as long as he's playing at an elite level. That doesn't mean you don't have to have good talent around him. But the opportunity but is always there. The opportunity should always be there for you to win as yes. long as you have an elite quarterback. If so you, it shouldn't be a three year window. If you make the necessary moves. If, yes, absolutely. Within, <laughs> and guess what? They have, and
2: they have shown they should, that they, have not, they are man, not even man, competent man. about making those necessary so moves. So are we
0: getting rid of the entire, the entire organization now except think, for Sean Watson and rebuilding think, around him and
1: Jimmy Haslam? I think this front office is. A, not a failure, but it's not great. So, so I think I'm so think i so so
0: asking
3: for I'm calls not, of action. I'm not even into the front of, here. The calls of action the coaches have got to go, okay? Just, uh, just, coach, just coach straight staff. out straight up, <laughs> just as a player, they got to go, right? they okay. got to go. Right? GM I won't even get to the front office, okay? I'm just staying right here on the field from what I what my eyes show me and mm-hmm. tell me, right? And my league uh, and my knowledge of being around somebody
2: that knows how to elicit that out of people. i I, I, I does not have it. I told people you go back and rewind every single tape I said and I told Kevin Stefanski this last year. You said it was Odell Beckham. You got rid of him. We rode with you. We didn't say you shouldn't play Baker Mayfield because he's hurt. Guess what? You, You said it was Baker. You got rid of him. Now. Guess what you got this year. If you're you're a fool, if you think you're not next up on the evaluation timetable. He is. So my thing is this, and guess what? He has not made the moves necessary to say that he is is completely all in on winning. Because I always say it, and people can't refute it. They give him passes for it. To me, it is almost a defiable offense based on him having Joe Woods still in the locker room teaching something.
1: That's fireable. And that's, I think that's the most egregious failure by the Browns is that they haven't already made changes to the other coaches. Well, this, is, is, this, Adams, is this call? I, well, I assume it was, although we were just hearing from who, who told us we, they think it might not be. I don't no, know. No.
3: Here's, the, here's the other thing. Yeah. Is it me or is it or is my eyes lying to me? Right? His players are slowly defecting on him. That, the shenanigans with Miles Garrett last week, that was a de facto yeah. Okay. Screw you. Screw up, you. That's, what that, that's that, what that that was. That's
0: what that was. That's what that was. And as a player, was it? Do you know that? Like, do we have no, that? No, I'm on? just saying what I. That's mean. the way it seems. That, yeah. That's it appears that way. But <laughs> it does. That's nothing something yeah. someone told you or anything.
2: Well, here here's 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 what I'm gonna say about that. When you get to be a player and you frustrated, yeah. You start and, acting and, out. And, and, and you, there's no recourse. You start acting out. These guys, out. it's no accountability for what we run running or calling. I'm, put, I'm busting my tail out here. I'm hurt. And these stupid game plans keep coming up every week. Everybody in my community is like, why don't you guys make adjustments? You got coaches saying it was hard because players went. When people make comments like that, that means you're incompetent. And when people are over you that are incompetent, the only way you get people's attention is to start acting out and doing stuff. I ain't showing up to that. Why well, I'ma show up mm-hmm. to that? We all talk about it. Well, you, if you want accountability in your building, if you want players to play hard, they got to know that they got the same energy for the players as the people G- you put on G- that. See,
3: there's some accountability here. So when you talk about real accountability in professional sports, is this right? You have to hold people accountable. Now you look around this league, and how many people got snatched out of prominent positions? Hack it because halfway through the year, get it, about it. Here. It wasn't going right. It, right. That's the only thing they understand. What well, you mean is me? Oh, it's Bye. You. you out. Speaking of Easy. accountability,
0: though, isn't, don't the players have some accountability to play out play as hard as they can regardless? Or, players or have, they got to pout like this? Players gotta, have,
3: here, Mike, players have to be managed, right? When you're making a million, two million, three million dollars, I ain't listening to what you talking about. Only thing I understand I is. That sounds
0: like a you problem. Mm,
3: it ain't a you problem. You it's, have to This is how it works. You have okay. to this, We're not in This is not Ohio
1: State You anymore. have to that. Yeah, I mean, listen,
0: it is. That's one guy. Hey, okay, I'm just Miles saying capable of it. Miles I'm
1: not Garrett. I, I said before I didn't. I, I, I mean I think highly of Miles Garrett. I don't like the way he handled the situation. I think he's made two bad bad decisions this year with the reckless driving and 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 this situation. He was held accountable. Yeah. I think it's very fair to argue that Joe Woods has not been held accountable. I think it's a fair argument. I think that's the biggest. That I think. That, and, wh- and I mean it just. Yeah. And, yeah. And for you, why?
2: Can you tell me why? I have no good hit? answer. Would you tell Dude. me why he's still here? I think Why'd Mike you, Lucas might here? have it's, the
0: answer right back there because he, he has, has a Mike place that has all the answers. I, I don't know. It's I a have good a sheet
4: that may tell us the answer. We're going to bring the in Won't Dequell be the last time. Good
1: debate,
0: guys. Yeah. And I, as
4: we bring in DeQuell yeah. with this, we're going to remind you guys that our Browns talk is sponsored by Cuyahoga Community College. There it is. Hey, it it is. It Ooh, got better. it right. Look last time in 2022, how to do it right. Tri-C supports their students financially, professionally, and right. personally, opening up doors of endless possibilities, including why they're not being held the biggest the biggest jewel in the county future starts and it starts right now classes begin january 17th 2023 and the welcome back what's up what's
5: up buddy what's going going on fellas how
4: are you my boy
3: dq what's up baby
5: none much man getting ready for the holidays that's all how you feeling i'm feeling feeling all right you know they I'm, i'm actually walking without the the crutch right now so i'm in the boot so you know every day gets better with this this achilles and Christmas was great. My son had a great time. All he cares about were were Beyblades. I don't know if you guys know what the heck that is, but uh, some toy that spins around. Oh yeah, Yeah, yeah. I uh, I I bought that for my son a few years ago. I don't know what you're. Can I interject myself really quick? Because I heard the conversation. That's a nice hat you you got on. (laughs) Oh, appreciate it. You know, I'm getting ready for the Duke Mayo Bowl uh, this evening. Yeah, yeah. twelve (laughs) o'clock. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I mean, the the whole Kevin Stefanski argument. I you know, gee, Brad, I understand what you're saying, but I also have to side with, with bull on this one. I think you keep him. I don't think he he has done anything to have anything he's done up until this point is a fireball offense. I mean, you look at this year as a Mulligan, you look at everything that he's had at quarterback. You look at all the things that the, well, the biggest overall reason to me is just that guy right here, Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. This was a collective effort from, this was an organizational pick in terms of the head coach, GM, um, ownership to say, you know what, we're yeah, going to bring okay. a guy in you can work with. So just by the mere fact that Desha- Deshaun Watson is here, they're not going to blow up everything up. I think what needs to happen before we get to Kevin Stefanski and him being if and seeing whether or not he's the right man for the job. I think you have to look at the defensive coordinator standpoint. I think there's a pecking order. Obviously the defense underachieved mightily this year on top of you know, having guys off the street play linebacker and all these other different external factors. I think you got to start there. I think without a doubt, in my opinion, Joe Woods, even though I hate to have a a man lose a job, but he's not the guy for the job. He's not coaching inspiring football. He's not having his assistants uh, do the job. So I think clean slate on the defensive side of the ball. Now, when you get that fixed and you adjust it, and if things don't work out now, you have to start to work your way up the ladder and say, you know what, Kevin? you know you keep swinging and missing it's not working and i but i don't think we're there just yet i think right now with the defense underachieving we're going to have to see an off pool off season with Deshaun Watson Amari Cooper they're already talking about getting together in the off season so uh and the whole Deshaun Watson i, I just think this experiment needs another year for us to to make a definitive answer whether so, or not
2: I will say this cuz
5: i want to ask DeQuell something I, too
2: so my thing is in my in my heart of hearts, do I think that they, they get rid of Safansky? No, uh, mm-hmm. I, for some of the reasons that you just named. But Kevin Stefanski, in my opinion, has set himself up to lose credibility. He has set himself up to give himself a more difficult time than needs to be. For me, I'm I'm confused why you wouldn't be proactive as a head coach to get your other guys to to buy in and say, look, when I say we, this ain't acceptable. Our goal is Super Bowl. What we doing on defense is, is is for lack of better terms, piss poor and I don't care if you're my brother over there. If my you're my cousin or my mama over there coaching, you got that ain't good enough. We can't do it. You're gonna fire your own mom. Yes. Uh, Heart. <laughs> Bye. Mom.
0: Bye. You're not doing a job. See, see, I want to win Thanksgiving. See, so awkward. I
2: want to win at the <laughs> highest levels. I don't care about nothing else ever like that's all I care about. So you're not going to be there to get me there. I need to show my players that if you ain't in your gap, I will fire you too. If you not, if you're not doing what you're supposed to do, I will get rid of you too. And so for me, when you let them sit there in a way, ain't that really causing ain't ain't that really you throwing games. Mm -hmm. If you know somebody's over there and you can't win and your office is great ain't that like literally put your head and said, I'm gonna imagine this isn't happening and I wait to, to, to handle it when yeah. it's more convenient. Yeah,
3: that's the Cleveland way. All right.
5: You know what I, I, you <laughs> listen. I don't disagree with anything you said. I think it's, it's all I've seen, you know, teams orchestrate that in a different manner. Like for, for instance, when I was in um, with the Colts and uh, I almost said New England, Indianapolis, Chuck Pagano. If you ever met Chuck Pagano, Chuck Pagano is the nicest guy you ever meet. He doesn't allow any of his coaches to scream, And the way they constructed the coaching staff was my defensive coordinator at the time. He was a screamer. He was a guy who played in the league for 11 years. He played linebacker for 11 years. We've been a coordinator uh, throughout his career. You know, he was credentialed. So all of us players gave him instant credibility. So Chuck would let him do his thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And so he did his thing and Chuck kind of delegate. I think what Kevin Stefanski needs to do, and we've talked about it before in this show. He spends so much time with the offense. I think hearing the fact that you know what his defense had, had underachieved when we all thought just by namesake on paper that this this side of the ball would have been exponentially better. I think you have to be clued in to you know what when you go self-evaluate yourself after the season. What do I need to do better as a head coach? Well, I know for for a fact, as a player, if I saw my head coach in a meeting, in a position meeting room, or the the room where the defensive coordinator is going over the new install, it brought a new uh, a level a, a sense of accountability. Yeah. I think he has. I don't know if he's not doing that. Clearly, he's not doing that because it would have it, it would raise the <laughs> level from a coaching standpoint, player standpoint. I think he has to relegate his time a lot better to get through if he's going to be be the offensive play caller, you got to figure out ways to, 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 um, you know, divide yourself up and, and make sure every side of the ball is doing what they need That's to do. Fair. But I think in this case, Kevin Stefanski, I get it. He has to take the brunt of the blame and, he, and rightfully so. But if you go hire somebody who is a head coach in a sense as a court in a coordinating role, I think that alleviates some of the pressure that he has to spend with that side of the group. I think you gotta, they gotta figure out that. I'm a little sensitive to just blowing everything up because I went through so many head coaches and it's so difficult to relearn a new system and and you know uh, a coaching philosophy and guys get moved here and there and it's just, here we go again type of situation where it's revolving doors at the head coaching position. But I do think next year, next year, if we're having the same conversations about this team underachieving, then it's unequivocally, in my opinion, it's time for him to get out of here. Hey
3: DaQuill, well, let, 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 okay. let me let me let me come at you a different way on this. I want your take on it, right? So there are some organizations, you know, in sports, do this, right? They don't wait. They don't pull the trigger when they see something yeah. that don't look right. They they go and make a move about it, and whether yeah. you agree with it or not, right? We have a tendency in this town to just keep waiting and waiting and talk about next year. There are some things about Kevin Stefanski that should be occurring.
5: I know you see that they're not occurring. When
3: does it become a problem?
5: Cause it's a problem. I did, yeah. No, I agree with you, Brad. I, I mean, listen, I would love to play for an organization who if they saw some, you know, a kink in the armor, you know what? Let's make a move now before it gets worse. It sends a, the, the message to the rest of the players, the entire organization. We're about winning and winning only. If you, if we don't think you're in that equation, then we, we, we get rid of, it. we move Cause, on.
3: Cause the quote, this thing with miles is, is slipping away here.
2: Yeah. yeah you yeah. can see it. Yeah, and, yeah, and, I mean, and, and it really, probably
3: comes to a button head in the locker room because Miles is probably expecting something to occur, but and it's not occurring. This is this is the the pushback you get from players in, in unobvious ways to the fans, the things that go on behind the locker room that, that, that they don't see. And this the, is what I'm yeah, reading under, underneath to the surface Quels,
1: to, to Brad's point and to your point. <laughs> I mean, I think you were alluding to this already. It feels like the Browns need like a Wade Phillips, like that you know, whatever, like they need a veteran defensive coordinator. Joe Woods is a young guy. They need a veteran defensive coordinator who pro- hopefully has been a head coach, whether it's Mike Zimmer or, or Wade Phillips type or or Brian Flores. We talked about that last or earlier this week. Great. Like they need great. a guy who's going to come into that defense who has coaching, head coaching experience, who's going to be respected by the players and has got to be a, kind of a kick-ass guy because the Browns,
5: Like they don't have that killer mentality on the defense. It seems like, right? Right. So they need that type of guy, don't they? That only makes sense because if the head coach is play calling, he's spinning. I I think you guys had Mary Kay Cabot on earlier this week, and I I, I saw a little bit of that show. And she talked about her conversation she had with Deshaun Watson and about is there anything that he noticed about Kevin Stefanski that he didn't necessarily already know? And her response was. Deshaun said it, he was surprised that the head coach spent so much time with in the position groups on the offensive side of the ball. That there alone lets mm-hmm. you know again you need to go hire a veteran guy, as you alluded to, Bull. That yeah. has you know head coaching ability. That you know what you can. It's like a a, a prime time back in the day. Dion Sanders. You didn't worry about that side of the field. If you go get go out and get a Wade with someone to that capacity to run your defense, essentially you can do the same thing. You know what? I don't have to worry about it. He's going to take care of that defense. Obviously, you want to, you know, put your imprint on it and be around. But for the most part, if you're play calling, you need a, a veteran guy that can handle that side of the ball. So you're not so you don't spread yourself thin. Yeah, but again, who is that guy? You know, Brian Flores. you mentioned, is a, 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 a great situation. Uh, I can think of some guys who were a guy named uh, Billy Davis. He's a linebackers coach with the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, he was my, he's one of the smartest guys I've ever been around. Ray Horton is another guy that comes to mind. I know he's been with the yeah. Browns. Mm-hmm. Uh, I two, remember him. Hits. He's probably one of the smartest guys I've ever uh, been around. But here's the most important thing. He can coach personalities like the miles Garrett's yeah. walks in the building. He can coach a personality. The, and, and so the other guys fall in line. So that that to me is the biggest caveat of it all. You can go out and get someone, but if you can't coach the big personalities, then we're, we're wasting our
3: time. Hey, DeQuell, just ask. And, and, and you, we were talking about this earlier before you got on. You know, some coaches can't coach talent. You know that, right? The, the more mm-hmm. talent they get, the worse it is for them because they feel like they're losing control. Because the more talented people, you know, they they they're spontaneous, right? And You have to right. sit back and ride with them. Yes, yes. Yeah. I, I, yeah. see, I, I see that out of Stefanski. I don't. I don't see him flexible enough to be able to sit there and take that right? because you got to sit
5: there and take it. Yeah, and that's why I think it's very important to identify that from a GM standpoint to say, you know what? He isn't the guy that can that can just galvanize everyone. But if you like what he does from an offensive standpoint, how do you pick up the slack? Right? So you go out and get other guys who knows how to motivate talent who from a position standpoint, it is it, it, no different than on the football field where you have guys at every level, some guys lead in different by example, as opposed to standing in front and rah-rah and rah-rah speaking and and all those type of things. So as an organization, I've always been clued into, you know what? If you don't have the guy, if you have leaders who who lead by example, you need one or two guys that can lead by motivating by, by getting underneath the guys behind. And, and, you know, telling them the truth and you know what we need you or, or just you need that type of guy like the you
1: know,
5: <laughs> Like listen, Jackson Jackson to that. point,
3: Well,
1: like how, how do you handle a situation like in a perfect world when you were on the Browns mm-hmm. like you were yeah. if not the best player on the defense, you were one of the one or two best players on the defense the entire time you were mm-hmm. here. So like we want like, in, a, in a perfect world. It seems from an outsider's perspective. I'd want my yeah. best players to be the leaders, but Miles right. Garrett is obviously the best player on the Browns, but he's a different cat. Like he doesn't yeah. seem like that rah-rah guy out. That's like screaming at everybody. And what the hell are we doing out here? I don't know. So does somebody else has to take that role. Can he develop into that? Or is it just like, is that just not who he is?
5: Yeah, that's not who he is. Yeah. If we hadn't seen it, if we're still talking about it at this point right. in his career, that's yeah. not who he is. Yeah. yeah. And quite frankly, it's very hard to be in that position because a lot of times when I was there with the Browns ain't even with the Colts guys didn't like me. They couldn't tolerate it, yeah. you know, and, it, and they learned to love it because I was consistent I hold them because powerful. I was working harder than mm-hmm. everyone else. And yeah. I demanded you work equally as hard. And so it's very hard to do that. And so my, to the to miles my, to Garrett point, he's not that. And so any other guy that's in that locker room, I think uh, Anthony Walker, was a voice, uh, yeah. a different style of leadership that could, you know, work with the linebackers in a sense, but that's what they're lacking. And it's so hard to identify someone that has the courage to say, Miles Garrett, you gotta stop jumping these games, like to, to hold him accountable. Mm-hmm. And I think Miles Garrett is that leader who would be willing to defer to someone else, knowing that they were a playmaker, knowing that they were consistent, knowing that they were gonna work their butts off. Every single day is just as hard as if not harder than him. So I think that is that's the caveat of it all. They don't have there's a lot of inexperience on this defense, particularly, and a lot of guys that don't know each other in the last probably month of football, especially hmm. from the linebacker standpoint, who are just they're picking guys up off the street. So so you've got you've got
3: guys that are uh when you talk about coaches, right? There's there's different styles and depends on what your looks mm-hmm. like. So sure. when you look at and you brought up Dion. Dion mm-hmm. don't be coaching. Dion be motivating, right? right. His right. staff. He took to Colorado. He wouldn't got coaches around him to right. handle his His job is to motivate the group and hold them accountable, right? right. Can Stefanski make the swap because I don't the, the team needs to be yeah. managed. It needs to be managed, yeah. right? You don't need yeah. to be coached by him on the offensive side. He got to manage too many things. There's too many things that he needs to manage on a daily basis here and he has to trust that other people are going to be able to do that. Now, like Joe Woods, he that can't get it done. I mean, he'd be the first one out of here, right? right. And in any other right. position that can't get it done. Does he have the strength within him to make those calls and say, can't do that? Got to go. I don't how yeah. Nice. You my friend. Yeah, you my cousin. Right. I got that it. That doesn't matter. Yeah,
5: <laughs> I think I think Kevin Stefanski is doing what he thinks he does best is calling plays. And I think you I think everyone would agree his management could be a lot better with this entire team. And if you strip that title from him, if he goes out and gets an offensive coordinator. Now, what is he doing? I don't think anyone coaching. wants him to <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> coaching and motivate. I don't think that's his strong suit. That's his, his strong set. But uh, I mean, what do we have? I mean, they made a long-term investment in Deshaun Watson. So they're going to see this through at least so I know at least for another year just to see what style of office. We're going to run because that's the whole another yeah. sure, Are we sure, football, we sure Tito football, can't?
0: Football. Are we sure Tito can't coach football as well? Yeah. I mean, the baseball's uh, over and then he can just yeah, come in. right. Well, uh, I got a question for you about football this week. Um, this is mm. the first game that these Browns are going in knowing that they are statistically eliminated for certain from the playoffs. Um, yep. Not to bring up old stuff, but you had a few of these games where you went in knowing that you were statistically yeah. eliminated from the mm. playoffs. Very How's different. the mentality different? And not, I don't think it's fair to go by you because of, you know, what you are, but the mentality of the locker room, typically of people not like you, um, what, what was it like going into a game like this? And I mean, yeah. I know that that might not hold true with every team, but from your experience.
5: No, that's a great question because uh, you just, you hold your breath because guys know they're out of playoff contention. You only have a handful or what, two games left? Mm-hmm. And he, guys are looking at what they're doing in the offseason right now. us I'll just call a spade a spade. It's, it's so hard from a leader standpoint from a coach standpoint to try to motivate these guys to go out mm-hmm. and play within the scheme. There's going to be a lot of big plays. There's going to be a lot of misassignments assignments. It's just the nature of the beast because you strain for so long and then you finally realize you know what we're really I'm just playing for my reputation. I'm playing for my name on my back. Now, front office is looking at who are the guys who's going to be able to be Mm -hmm. able to to, to compartmentalize going out and playing really good, solid football from an individual standpoint. I know for me personally, I I had to lock in because I wasn't the fastest, tallest, strongest. I understood my situation. So for me, that was a moment for me to always stand out. But a lot of guys can't take that mentality. And it's like I said, it's going to be a it's going to be rough. You you think you've we've seen some bad football out of um, this team hopefully offensively Deshaun Watson, he's motivated because he's trying to show a glimmer of him, his old self from, you know, to to justify this big contract. So it's going to be a lot of moving pieces and it's not an easy um, situation to play in uh, be a coach or a player.
2: You know, well, um, this this got brought up yesterday. We and bull was talking about it. People looked at me crazy. They was like, Hey, man, you know, you need, uh, you got some, uh, you know, trade assets. The only one you got is Nick Chubb. Mm. Now I do things mm-hmm. to do. I, I'm tongue in cheek about a lot of different things, but I will say this. I've heard you and Leroy and DD and Tim and everybody say in the media, hey, 230 million. It's about getting Watson together. It's about getting getting him tightened up. It's about him. If you got him, you got a chance. Well, I'm looking around at some of the pieces and parts. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you gonna have 230, and you got the Lamborghini out there, he needs some shoes. He needs some. He needs some. Don't, don't and, and no liability insurance. You need full coverage <laughs> on that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't not get the windows tinted and get, soup that. T- and I'm looking. Rims. What about the ribs. Uh, yeah, we call uh, the Pirellis. We got to get the Pirellis. You know what it is? All, you know?
5: all the things.
2: All of the fixings. So I'm looking at the, the his weapons, and I need. I I, I need me another piece. Yeah. Do you believe the Browns are going to put the priority on defensive tackle, which? They need one in a worse way, but doggone it. If you want to see the best of Deshaun Watson, I feel you yeah. need another toy. You need yeah. it, it, for us to make it look right yeah, Need a toy, it, yeah. it, a DJ uh, Metcalf or, or and put him with Cooper and DPJ. And now I can I Stefanski, You can't screw that up. There ain't no, don't possible put that in the air. Throw that add up. Yeah, what you, you think?
5: No, you, you're exactly right. If I had a choice as much as I love beefing up the defense side of the ball. I think you have to make the investment towards your $230 million investment. I think you need a slot receipt. You need another chain mover, you know, that third down, you know, guy in the slot that can get open and cause, you know, confusion for, for a nickelback and defenses. So I think you have to, you, you have to address it because 230 million, as you said, he needs some toys. He needs other, he needs great insurance, as you said. So I, I think they make a play. Obviously defensive tackle is a huge priority but you're going to have to get some, some weapons, some speed on that offense to help yeah. Deshaun Watson. Yeah. And well, I, I think we're going to see a completely different offense next year. Give him the time in the, you know, and and hopefully it can, it, 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 it helps, um, you know, Nick Chubb, you know, we don't run him into the ground. So we see the best of his years to come and, and we don't run him to the ground. So it's going to be interesting to see how this uh, this draft unfolds and, and what this team identifies as being a weakness or how they can uh, help themselves. quell I agree cu- with you.
1: I'm curious when you, you know, obviously you, you're on the Browns the beginning of your career. You play with one crappy quarterback after the next. You go to <laughs> yeah. Indianapolis and you play with Andrew Luck, who's a great quarterback. Um, obviously he retired early, but you played with him at your first year, you go to the playoffs with him. He gets hurt the next year. When you're playing, like the Browns have never had a great quarterback. Like Bernie Kosar was the closest thing we've had to a great quarterback. He was great, but that's a hundred right. years ago at this point, right? Yeah, right. So right. Deshaun Watson is the best, may end up being. I, I think he will be. I'm going to be optimistic about it. The best quarterback in Browns franchise history, at least in my lifetime. Uh, that's what I'm expecting because that's what he was yeah. in Houston. Right. When you get to play right. with Deshaun, like what is it like as the rest for the rest <laughs> of the players? to yeah. play with a Deshaun Watson, to play with an Andrew Luck, as opposed to playing with the schlubs he played with in Cleveland. It, does it make yeah. everybody better at just knowing that you have the guy finally?
5: Hell yeah, it does. It's like you're always fed the, the best meal at dinner. You know, you, you're never unfed. And I, it was a stark difference. And yeah. it took me a uh, half a year to realize playing with Andrew Luck and playing with all these, you know, the other, you know, carousel of quarterbacks in Cleveland. Yeah, just how much a quarterback means to a franchise and just it's hard to really put it into words. You're never out. And I don't know how as easy as it is for me to say that, but no matter if you're close, there was a sense of of in Indianapolis that we were going to win the game as opposed mm-hmm. to in Cleveland. If we were close, I hate to say it, but it was like, oh, here we go again type of mentality. Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah, yeah. a good mentality. And whether you, you, it was a human nature for you to go down that route, but completely different playing with Andrew Lugg, And it permeates through the entire organization. Defensively, you understand, you know what, if I get a lead, if you're miles Garrett or someone that's a pass rusher, oh man, my sack total should go up. And you know, just all these type of different stats go up. I had one of my best statistical years. My first year with the Colts, I had five and a half sacks. I had never had five and a half sacks with the Browns. Why? Because we were playing with really big leads. Yep. So you know, it just opens up. Listen, every defensive player I know loves it. Every offensive player obviously loves it, but it permeates throughout the entire organization, man. And it's something that you're right. If Deshaun Watson can get back on track and show us a glimmer of his old self next year, could be dangerous. If they they keep adding to his weapons and he gets on the right page and builds rapport with his his offense, then David and Joku continues to ascend. Uh, this could be a dangerous football team, but you got to make it, you got to, you know, obviously the other side of the ball is a huge uh, focal point in, the, I in love, the offseason. I love the point you made. It's like you
1: always have a chance, right? Like earlier, Brad said something that I've seen a lot lately where it's like, well, the Browns window is the next three years because, you know, Miles Garrett's getting old or Nick Chubb, whatever. How many great years does he have left? But Mm -hmm. in my mind, when you have Deshaun Watson, when you have Joe Burrow, when you have Patrick Mahomes, when you have Peyton Manning of your era, Tom Brady, you you know, those quarterbacks Mm -hmm. like my window should never be closed. The organization, yeah, has to be smart with it, with how they spend their money and keep putting decent players around him. But there's much more margin for error. I don't like like. To win to to get to the Super Bowl with somebody like Jimmy Garoppolo or Baker Mayfield or somebody like that, like the rest of the team's got to be perfect, but right. I don't have to be perfect around Deshaun Watson. I got to be good. I can't be terrible, mm-hmm. but I, I don't have to be as good around him. Yeah, you want the key receivers and it, but like my window should never close if I have Deshaun Watson or one of those guys as a quarterback. That's how I no, look at it as a fan. Do you look at it that way?
5: Yeah, I agree. I, I absolutely agree. You look at the conference. You got, you know, within your conference alone, you have to be able to score points. Yes. Period. Yeah. In, in this league, and to play deep in the playoffs and hopefully win the Super Bowl. You, the 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 days of a dominant defense, you know, like the 2000 Ravens defense when they won with Joe Flacco, those late days are long gone. You have to That's be able to mean. play opportunistic defense at the right time, but you have to be able to score points all the time and you have to be able to move the chain. So uh, yeah, I agree with you with the shot. Obviously the one to everyone uh, is a prisoner in the moment. We see this team really ascend the next three years. You look at the young talent because after three years or so contracts come into play. Can you yep. keep this guy Will you be able- so all these different external factors come into play. But if Deshaun Watson plays at the level that we all think he's capable of playing and can really take this team to the next level, they have the pieces on paper if the front office does right. Uh, they can really, we can really see some really big, big jumps from this team, hopefully uh, in the next few years. But I agree with you. As long as you have a guy that's healthy, arm strength is healthy, can still chuck the ball down the field, you always have a shot.
1: Well, I know you, uh, before, before I let you go, I know you went to New York, of course. I recommended some restaurants. I'm pretty sure you didn't have a chance to go to any of them. But did you get? the you have fun? Did your family have a good time oh, in New absolutely.
5: York? Oh my God, we, we took our son to see the the Rockets. He uh, loved yeah. it. First time okay. seeing the show loved it. I fell asleep, of course, uh, when they did, <laughs> when they dim the lights and they bring out the orchestra that was sign for me to go to sleep. Take a little Ow. quick power nap, Ray, we had a great time, great food. Uh, yeah. You know, it's New York is always very festive for the holiday season. And actually, my son, uh, the other day, he wanted to go back. I'm like, buddy, that costs money. When You get a job, you can do whatever you want, whatever you want to was- then.
0: What does the most interesting man in the world do for New Year's Eve? My guess yeah. is like, are you gonna get on a yacht and go out to some private island and go to like some <laughs> eyes wide shut masquerade party? Not this year. No, not, not this year.
5: Not this year. No. Not this year. So we're going. We're doing a um, one of um, our good friends. He's a he's a chef. So we're going to oh, do nice. that. We're going to the you know, nine course meal. Get fed. Get full. And then we're going to a place. Of the street here, where it's a new restaurant, but they, they have a live DJ, it's invite only, so it'll be a good time. Nice, good, good time. nice. well, yeah. DeQuell, it's,
1: it's been awesome having you on all year. We we'll look forward to having you on again next year. Not only was DeQuell a great uh, football player and a great analyst with us, he's most importantly a great human being. We love you, have a happy new year! Thank you as always. All right, DeQuell, right, happy new year, right.
3: new year hey, love you, DeQuell,
5: see still you, man.